score, trying to get it tied. Kennedy scores! And will cater in. Shots! He hits the crossbar! Kennedy looking, center shot. You're listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask, back at you, Ryan Collins, Johnny Supan, Kyle Hattie. hey how, how we doing on this finals week, boys? Well, Hattie, you go first, man. Uh, tired. Very. Tired. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They, they say journalism students have it easy during finals week. Who the Who in their right mind says that? I don't know. People say you don't have to take as many exams as like we do at being an econ mm. major or so and so. But yeah, but it's we still stress stressful. we stress about it a little more, I think, because we focus on deadlines a little harder. Yes. So mm-hmm. we like put it on ourselves, like, yo, we have to get this done. We have to know all this information by this certain date. At the we, same time, we're too, not used to failing. You know? Like the finals week for like journalism students is like two weeks because majority of your classes are due on like the friday before yeah so you have to do so much for that and then you got like finals on monday and tuesday so you're like grinding i had three on tuesday really had three Jeez. yes yeah three. Oh yeah how'd that go we were talking about crushed that it the show crushed really? it yeah. crushed absolutely it. right crushed on it. yeah i mean i they told me i could have changed it but i was like i don't want to change it we'll go with the grind you yeah know? Like, it's, a, it's a good I'm, story I, for I the kids it. one day you know you're just like, yeah, you see your like, dad. Hey, I, I took I took three finals in one day, son. You can't be complaining. Yeah, I'm not soft. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but yeah, you, John said going on Christmas break to Colorado to go ski. Oh yeah, Looking heading out to, to the it. beautiful mountains of Breckenridge. I'm gonna go check that landscape out. I haven't been back I'm over there in about two years, so it's a long time coming. Breckenridge, brah. Oh, what I'm is ready. that from? That's definitely from something like Will Ferrell did in like the mid 2000s. But eh, not sure. You got any, you got any plans, style? Uh, no. I'm going to go home and just do nothing. How about the Red Wings? 14 in a row? 12. Is it? It's 12. It's 12, 12 losses? Yes. Uh, there have been four NHL coaches fired since the Red Wings last won a game. Yeah, that's for other reasons. Can you oh, name yeah. them? No. Mm. I, NHL is NHL's going through a very weird time right now. It is. Like, it's very even right now. Like, it's, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about, like, the play. Like, oh, yeah. The landscape. I don't know what is going on. It's people like, are just, I, I, I think people are just starting to kind of realize that not everybody in the NHL at the top offices and even the coaching staffs are nice, air quotes. Or good people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think it's kind of starting to come out a little bit about, obviously, with the Babcock situation. Yeah. It just kind of snowballs a little, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But, hey, we're talking college hockey, right? Yeah, we're talking college hockey and good college hockey because this Michigan mm-hmm. State team is buzzing. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, good. man. That's an understatement. I I like where they're at. We were, I was listening to uh, – I was in the studio across from here uh, before when you guys were taping, and I was listening to, like, the first episode, like, listening back. And yeah. I think we said something about, like, over, over 17 and a half wins. You were saying something yeah. about that. and. I think we were kind of all along that line, and I think we could say that right now, looking back on them, that they're definitely going to get that. What do they got, like nine? Yeah, yeah. Look, at, look at that, unless yeah. they completely fall off the map. Which, I, I mean. Not going to happen. The way they played against Wisconsin, we'll talk about it, but they're, um, they're like they. we were saying a couple weeks ago they were getting all their production from you know all areas of the ice, and then we realized on Saturday that, hey, there's a number one line for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they, what are they, five goals on that line? Kodoranko had two, Lewandowski two, and Saliba one on Saturday. Yes. Uh, th- Crazy. That team is mentally tough. Like, they do not quit, quit on games. Then they, I mean, we were saying how they were, at the beginning of the year, that if they trailed at all in the game, it was kind of tough for them to get back in it. But now they kind of 
figured it out. They're, be- they're better on all fronts of special teams for sure. Mm-hmm. One of the better teams on this campus right now. I, I who would have <laughs> yeah, thought that the best Michigan State basketball will be ranked 16 and Michigan State hockey is ranked 18th right now. They love what, that what, underdog what, spot. What would be more surprising coming in the year? I think hockey being 18th is like as equally oh, sure. as surprising as how disappointing Michigan State basketball has been so far. Well, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Well, go ahead. You're, you you got a thought rolling. I want yeah. I want to hear it. All right. Um, basketball because when you're na- when you're when you're when your mindset is natty or bust and you're maybe the third best team in your conference, that's yeah, it's tough. That's really bad. Yeah, it's tough. Then again, it's the like running team. a marathon. Like you get to see all the people in front mm-hmm. of you and you get to try to catch up. And that's what Michigan State hockey was at least looking at. They what projected to finish last in the Big Ten again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean. Eh. Looking back at that, it seems I don't think they foolish. were projected to be last in big like time near the year. bottom. Yes, near the bottom. Silence the critics. Yeah, si- yeah, that's right. Silence the critics. As <laughs> Kyle Hattie just said there, I-, I love when Hattie Hattie makes the dots. Hattie's the most hard hardworking person on this beat. This isn't my beat anymore, by the way. It's John and Kyle's because I haven't been to enough games to say I'm on this beat. I'm just a part of the podcast, and I'm that's happy. Good. You know, I'm what? happy. I'm we ha- we like it any aspect of no, it. No, I know. I love it. I For love sure. talking to MSU hockey. I watched both games last weekend, even though I couldn't make it to either one. On Big Ten student, you absolute thriller on Saturday night. Fantastic hockey game. But let's start on Friday. Another shutout. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Third, what do you get? It's, uh, he's Unreal. got three shutouts now. He's tied for second? Tied for first. Tied for first. Wow. And he, little humble flex. I was the one to tell him that he was tied for first. He actually did not know. Wow. Yeah. Big J thins by Kyle Hattie right there. Exactly. But uh, 41 saves from Leffman. Tied for the nation's leading shutouts, as you just said. And, I mean, Michigan State wins 3 to nothing. They kind of they contained Cold Caulfield, the Montreal Canadiens draft pick, but not. I, I, he wasn't on the score sheet on Friday night, but he was all over the ice on Friday night. He, especially he the neutral zone, huh, Hattie? Yes, like just every like his back check is one of the best I've ever seen out of someone his size. He's five seven and he's a force on the back check. I've well, never seen that. Okay, let's just put it this way: he's small. He's going to be a speedster. That's yes. I mean, if you're not big, you're not a hitter in the in college hockey. You're small. I I would think that you'd be a good back checker. Yeah, yeah right. I, I, I don't know, maybe, but. Like, uh, I think his hands, like just looking. Oh my gosh, nobody! You wouldn't even be able to mm-hmm. touch him in the in neutral neutrals on ice. You know, no. Like he, he reminds me a lot of a Cassius Winston, out of like just like how it seems like when he has the puck, he's going in slow motion. He's just crafty, knows the speed of the game. But I mean, two guys hit the first goals of the year: Tommy Miller, Yager Yashua, has won. Michigan State wins three to nothing, and I I I think we just talked about expectations, and we'd probably have a longer discussion after we discuss Saturday. But when John Lethem is playing the way he is, this team's just different. And it's hard to project that he was going to come out and have the season he's had so far. And on Friday night, he has another big game. Just It's hard to project that he's going to have three shutouts in what, your first 12 games? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah. Is that what it, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Th- that's insane. I think it might have been his best game all year. Yeah, I mean, locked in. Locked he's, in. Just, he's just looking at the play. Like, he is looking at every single shot the same. Like he's not overlooking anything, even if it's a a shot from the corner or a breakaway. Granted, that Caulfield did undress him on a breakaway opportunity on Saturday, but um, I think yeah, like you said, he's playing some of his best hockey for sure. And I think that um, the coaching staff definitely with Dan Cole has helped evolve this game a lot over the last three years. And then on Saturday, Spurns won another great overtime thriller. 
not another. Why did I say another? I don't know why I say another, but they went an overtime thriller. Pat Todorenko scores a game-winning goal on the beautiful shot from the left half wall. Absolutely disgusting. Sniped him. Sniped him. A couple really nice goals in this game. Lewandowski had a gross goal that went mm-hmm. bar down. Lewandowski Saliba got a uh, yeah. shorty. Saliba's goal was sneaky, the nicest one, where he just kind of shoveled it in five hole. Yep. That, that, that was a nice goal from Sam We Salibo. saw Caulfield do it a couple minutes before that. He was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll try it out. Yeah, that was disgusting. But first line, really good. Patty Kodorenko has two points. Lewandowski has two points. Maybe getting Lewandowski going a little bit on Saturday night, that's a good sign for this Michigan State hockey team. Left them in with another 33 saves. But, I mean, to win, they're, they're winning in different ways now because this is a high-scoring affair. Kind at this point in the season, they can play in any hockey game, which is something I didn't really expect because if you're in low-scoring hockey games, typically once it starts getting a little – the pace gets a little fast and gets out ahead of you, that could cause some problems. Didn't cause any problems for Michigan State on Saturday. Well, yeah, looking back because they kind of controlled it starting on Friday. On Friday, their first goal came from Logan Lambden setting up on the half wall and instead of just throwing it you know, or you know, skating it around or whatever, he stopped, put on the brakes – and Tommy Miller came back door with a nice, you know, nice attempt. All he had to do was just tap it in wide open net and an early one nothing lead. And yeah, that definitely set the tone for the weekend. The goaltending kind of struggled. They pulled Lebedev after the second period on Friday, right? Yeah. But Barry, I in believe so. Michigan yeah. native. Yeah. Barry. Um, that, yeah. I don't think Lebedev was looking very confident at all. And I think Michigan State definitely exposed him for sure a it, little bit. I noticed it looked like Wisconsin, like, as the, as the game went on, it looked like they got more desperate because they knew they weren't beating Letham th- like let al- like once, let alone three times. Like, yeah. like they just started throwing anything on net and just yep. hoping it went in. But they, I mean, they got a fancy and uh, a pretty darn good power play. Oh, I think if you put Caulfield dangerous. on that right or the the left side, actually, and then Turk as a right, right winger, oh man, look but, out! But let's talk about the bid pitcher after this weekend as Michigan State gets another four point weekend. What, where where are they sitting at the top of the Big Ten standings? Are they in second place? Second term? with Ohio State at 19, I think. Yes. Yep. That, and they've put themselves in the position. Yeah, that's right. They haven't played the cupcakes of the Big Ten so far. Like, this is not a hot start where they just played Michigan, Minnesota, and then Wisconsin. They've already played Notre Dame. They've played Ohio State. They've played at Penn State. And now they've played Wisconsin, who's probably the weakest of those opponents. And they're still the 16th team in the country. Yeah, at least and, they were, and they, they might only be going up from this point. I mean, they yes. got a they got a ranked opponent coming. We'll talk about that later, but I mean, like if you really look at it, there is substance to the start that Michigan State has had, mm-hmm. and, and and you can make a case that this maybe has been a turning point. Kyle Hattie wrote a great article on Impact's website talking about how Dan Cole and this program maybe has turned a corner. I, I you looked at the record and who they beat. Even their non-conference is pretty impressive. Other than getting swept by Cornell, which they should have early won. season showdown. Yeah, and, and, and they still hung with them. Yeah, and they're one of the better teams in college hockey. This team has been impressive and deserves to be ranked number 18th in the country, maybe higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and fair estimate. This weekend against Arizona State, they really can put themselves in a position where. They could have some flexibility on maybe having an opportunity to get an at-large bid in the NCAA tournament in college hockey, which is something I thought I would never say this season. Never. Never. I Don't need all the bells and, and whistles, man. And, you and, really don't. And you know why? 
John Lethman has become the best goaltender in the Big Ten. Winning the first star in the Big Ten again. I think it's second time this season winning the first star in the Big Ten. He's an absolute stud right now. And yeah, no, no way around it. He's got senioritis where it's, he, 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 he had to think to himself, okay, I'm going to take this seriously this year. Because he's playing for reverse senioritis that we usually get, right? Yes. Well, and that I get. I'm. Yeah. He's playing himself into making a lot of money, even if it's not in North America or if it's overseas. He's been fantastic this year, and you can't credit him enough. Because last year he was not that great. You really look at his numbers, Mm-mm. just below 900 save percentage. Him and Drew DeRitter have, but he it it's his goaltender spot, and I don't know if Drew DeRitter. It's not going to start for until the GLI, honestly. Hell, I don't I mean, even know if he'd – I mean, he'd probably want it, obviously. But, no, obviously. But to I, look Drew at Dur- it from a team yeah. standpoint, I mean, you know, this guy's rolling. I'm going to have two more years as a starting goaltender for this, you know, for oh, this team. Definitely. And Might I, as well let him have, you know, and I, and I think Drew DeRitter is still a big part of their future, but I thought he, him and Lefton would be switching back and forth. And Dan Cole said in his opening press conference – for us to be a good hockey team, we have to have good goaltending. And guess what? They have the best goaltending in the Big Ten right now, mm-hmm. in my estimation. I think, yeah, right now I think I think it goes probably Lethman, Napier, then Cal Morris. And all three of those guys are stubs. Oh, absolutely. Cal Morris and Tommy Napier last year. I think Tommy Napier, I don't know what he won, but Cal Morris is a bona fide NHL goalie. Tommy Napier might be able to. John Lethman did not have those accolades coming into the season. And to see what he's turned himself into is pretty impressive and Honestly, shocking to me, but kudos to him. Yeah. I was worried they'd run him into the ground, like with all these starts, but then you realize that after this series, he gets about a two and a half week break. Yes. So he'll get the time off that he needs to not eventually fatigue for like, if they do, because if they do make the tournament, DeRitter won't touch the ice. Ever. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. played for the Chicago Steel. Yes. He That's did. a really good team. A lot of the guys on Michigan State played on the Chicago Steel. I believe Mitch Lewandowski played on the Chicago Steel. John left them played on the Chicago Possibly Steel. together? Do they play together? I, I don't know. This. I think someone else played on the Chicago Steel. Look that up. And he played for uh, Victory Honda, Triple A. I mean, you know, he's got the good goaltending bring up. I mean, he's had probably great goaltending coaches his whole life. Yes. And who is it? Uh, Luongo is their assistant coach. Uh, Chris Luongo. I think he works with either yes. him or Joe Exter works with the goalies. Chris Luongo. I think it's Joe. Yeah, I, I think, think it's it is. Joe. It's the younger-looking guy. He's got the um, flow. He's got yeah, the nice yeah, suits. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Blonde. That's not Luandro. No, I thought that was too. I looked it up the other day. That's Exter. Oh, I didn't. That's know That's Joe Exter. Yep. I guess I don't know Michigan <laughs> State's assistant coaches that well. Yep. But the guy with the like blonde hair, great suit game. Oh yes, great suit game. The shoes too. What's his name? That's Exter. That's Exter. Shout out Exter. Merrimack grad. I knew that. Yep. He's there a, it is. Yeah, Merrimack. Because Luando's a Michigan State grad. I think he played with Correct. He played with Dan and Slater, Cole. I think, is Slater's Slater the new won, coach. Yeah, Slater mm-hmm. won the Hobie Baker at Michigan State, didn't he? That's that sounds so maybe nominated? Right. No, no, he did not win the Hobie. He was an all American though at Michigan okay. State. Okay. He played on those Ryan Miller Michigan yeah. State teams. He was nasty. And he played in the last Olympics for USA, I think. Did he really? Or South Korea? Yeah, I I, I remember reading he played it. He played in the last Olympics. It was either for like South Korea or U.S. So. Well, my while we're on that top topic, my roommate was kind of talking to me about what Russian athletes not being able to participate in Olympics or something. That was last Winter Olympics. No, I but know. I thought that was. He it, just told me there was a recent article that came out about. Again, that. I'll have to look into that. But 
the whole thing is like Icarus. about them not being able to. Like that documentary about, like, the Icarus, the documentary came out basically showing how they were blood doping in Russian athletics. And Russian athletes could still qualify for the Olympics and stuff, but it's not under Russia's flag. So if you test it clean, you can still go, but it's like under a weird logo. It's like under the Olympic mm-hmm. logo. Yeah, it's but if weird. you're a team, can you still compete? Yes, because, because the men's Russian hockey team still played in the Olympics. Right, but it, right. But it was no like, pros, wasn't it? No. Ovechkin was mad. Yes. I know that. Well, and that's the NHL and the Olympics being in a dispute because they yeah. don't have an agreement. But Right. But there were still KHL guys. I'm all, like 100 percent sure Dotson right, played right, right, yep. in that. But I think it was like the players from like Russia. That's what like it's not even like okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But Weird, speaking, yeah, speak, sorry about the side topic. Yeah, but before we move on to Arizona State preview, shout out to Christian Krieger on the preliminary national development team. And if you look at that roster, U18, yeah, he's with some real studs. I would. I don't want to sound mean or anything. I was genuinely surprised that he was the Krieger that got picked for that camp. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Cole Treaders probably had a little bit better of a year than Christian, but Christian's very talented. So it's kind of hard for me personally. It's kind of hard to just kind of decipher their games just looking at it when I mean when they're playing. Yes, because they're very one-two. They're always together. Yes, um, except for sometimes I mean, when the lines get jumbled. But yeah, I I haven't really noticed the huge difference. I mean, what what do you see? Like, what's what's Christian's difference? You think? I, I think Christian just has. The thing that makes Christian great, he's on a mean street, so he's at, he tries to pummel guys. He's physical, which is a good part of his game. But at the other side of that, he can take some bad penalties. And I think Cole has been a little bit more of a contributor on the offensive side of the ice this season. Yeah, but they both – they, I mean, their decor's been – every single part of their decor's been fantastic this year. Tommy Miller stepped up his game. Butcher Stafari's been really good. That's your guy, John. I know that's your guy. Just interviewed him, and, actually. And, and then Dennis Zizana – Fantastic. Jared Rosberg's been really good. And then Krieger boys have been really good too. So I, I'm not criticizing them. I was just surprised. No, yeah. No, I, I, I thought asking. maybe both would be on it or I don't know. I, do, I don't know if he makes the team because there's a lot of really good names on there. And I don't know how the tryout process works. Like, Is he on the U18 team for the World Juniors or like how? I don't know what the tryout process is like. I'm not sure. That looked like a, I would that, guess. That, that looked like a line chart when that came out. Yeah, how many the, people were on it? There was like 10 defensemen though. So I would say that. it's probably a camp initially. Like yeah. you go there and you know probably get cut, acquainted like, with yeah. everybody, and then they make cuts. You know, I, know. I, I would I suppose, but you never know. I think that would be like the first time Michigan State's had a guy in the World Juniors I can remember in the last mm-hmm. for like forever. Because I don't even think Tory Kruger's on those World Juniors teams. So showing I you the culture's right. changing here. No, that's, it, it that's really definitely is definitely a good good thing to see for sure. I I hate to sound like a homer, and we're just like. Suck in Michigan State's toes, but like I, I'm, they deserve it right now. <laughs> they deserve it right now, and, and you're lying to yourself if you don't believe that. Their their resume right now is damn impressive. I mean, top five like uh, uh, schedule strength. What am I trying to say? Top five strength strength of schedule in the country, and they're still ranked. Yes, and like positive. Yep, winning. They no, just have a winning mentality now. Dan Cole, I'm just looking at this picture right now in this media guide. Of him with the Stanley Cup raised. With the beard? I mean, he's, just, he's got the winning mentality. And if I do he's like got the, the right people, that's which I think weird. he does. That's got to be weird when he like, walks in like in Munn, know how he got, they got that little entrance to like, the part of the hockey yeah. offices. Mm-hmm. And like the first picture of the, all the NHL players is Dan Cole with his little grizzly beard like holding the cup up. He probably loves that. Probably just gives it a little tap, like no, the so Notre Dame guy, thing after, you know, no, so guys like a champion. Guys are walking in the room and he's like, hey, you see that? My name's on that. 
I would do it's that a all culture, the time. Man. I would do that all the time. I would just say, yeah, I want a cup. You didn't. Suck it. <laughs> Suck on that one, buddy. You get but, old. Yeah. But let's talk about Arizona State. Coming in this game, Arizona State legit. And they proved it last week. Just beat Denver and tied the number four team in the country in Denver. In Denver, I believe, yes. right? Oh, no. Th- that was at Arizona State. It was at Arizona State? Yeah. Excuse me, then. In that, in that like, local rank thing. Okay. Yeah, the local rink thing, just not yeah, a not a stadium, just at, one of those at suburban ice rink in East Lansing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but whatever. No, that'd be an upgrade. But I mean, ASU, pretty solid. They got a good goaltender, Drew Brower. What is it, Drew Brower? Is that how you Drew say? Brower or Drew Brower? Drew Brower. Drew Brower. Is that Drew Brower? Drew Brower. Is that how you say? It? Yeah, Drew Brower. Whatever. And Johnny Walker for Arizona State has been an absolute force for them on the offensive end the last couple of years. Not the fastest guy or most skilled skating, but he just puts putts in the net. Who's the other guy? James Sanchez, the junior. He's got five goals and 13 assists. But Arizona State is 7-1-2 since they played Minnesota State, so they're kind of buzzing right now as they come into this matchup. Kyle Hattie, of course, has to comment on the A-plus jersey matchup. Have you seen their grays? I don't like them. You don't like the grays? I don't. I personally don't like college hockey helmets that got a big load row no, on the I'm not, side. No, I'm not a fan of that either. I don't like the fork on the, like the big fork on the side of the helmet. Mm-hmm. I, I There's think too many grooves in a hockey helmet, you know? Yeah, it, it just, just doesn't fit. It fits weird, you're right. It looks huge. It's just like too bad. It's like, I'm fine with like you trying to copy your football helmet, but like. Is it vertical or is it horizontal? It's horizontal. It? It's weird. I don't like it. Like, the I helmet's like, the worst part. What? The helmet's the worst part. You gotta go with the small load row like Pull Michigan State does. Mm-hmm. If you're like, if you're, what if Michigan State just tried to do like their football helmets with the big Spartan on their helmets? They would look like idiots. Yep. I mean, Penn State tried replicating their football jerseys. I don't like that. No, that looks horrible. That's what I'm saying. We've talked yeah. about this for weeks. But we, honestly, hold up for John so we can see it. But oh man, the, I still think Notre Dame. Man, those helmets. I can't. Get, I can't get them out of my head ever since they came here. Man, those they're are unreal. Crispy. They're unreal. But talking about Arizona State, a program that was, I believe, this is like the fifth year. Something like that, it, fourth or fifth yeah, year. Yeah, in Division One, They made it to the, the tournament last year, And well-deserving. Yeah. John Supan's live reaction to the jerseys. Let's hear what he says. I like, okay, the jerseys. I like the Arizona State <clears throat> around the, or like the, the, the outline of Arizona mm-hmm. around the captains or the A's or yes, whatever. that is cool. But, yeah, the, the helmet's kind of whack. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not great. I it's also, like one of those uh, enlarged popcorn pictures, yes. you know, on one of the bags. They got, like, the Vegas Golden Knights, like, gray, too, which I don't like. You don't like that? I do like Vegas as, like, white ones, but I don't know. Maybe that's I, a West Coast thing that we're not picking up on. Yeah, I guess. I think they got white gloves, too. They have Depends. I've when they seen. go white jerseys, I think they have white gloves. Yeah, they change their jerseys a lot. Dude, if they just if they subbed it for black, that would be... Arizona State. Arizona State's trying to be like the organ of college hockey. Yep. It's like let's have like nine hundred jersey combinations. Those are brutal, Kyle. Really? The red <laughs> with the yellow helmet. The gray. I think the gray works. Gray looks horrible. It looks horrible. Different tastes. I hate that. I hate that jersey with a passion. You're a traditionalist. I'm not a traditionalist. That just doesn't make sense. Just have maroon and yellow, and it would look great. That's why I like Central Michigan. They have cool it's colors. Like the Coyotes with a little flair. Little yeah, weird I don't, I don't like sun it. devil flare. I'm not a fan. Not a fan. But hey, uh, a cool thing about this weekend for sure is that we might, just might, depending on what's going to happen. Um, Austin Lemieux is on this team. You never Ma- know. N- no chance Mario's coming. He might. 
Now, now hear me out. Steve Eiserman was apparently at the game on Friday. Yes, watching Cole Caulfield, who he passed over. And I heard this from uh, he wasn't a GM at the time, was Neil he? Kepke, because mm-hmm. he was he was he picked a, like he was drafting this year when they picked Cider over Caulfield. Oh, yeah, yeah. but they weren't going to take Caulfield at four. Well, but maybe he was there because, dude. I mean, even there are some kids like a shot Roman Ashan, one of the best players on Wisconsin. I thought. He's a, he's a free agent. There's plenty of free agents to go around, especially even for Michigan State. Is DeAndre Miller a free agent? Keandre, yeah. Keandre, yeah. I think me. uh, I think he is. Yeah, you know he's who, really good. He's on the preliminary team for the U18s too. Okay, you know who should be getting a look later, like from Eiserman? Who? Jared Rosberg. Yeah, I, he yeah. made us. He made the only mistake I've ever seen him make in Michigan State on Friday. Cost him for or was it no Saturday? Cost him that first goal. Remember that that D to D? Yes. He went behind the net and just. Oh, you weren't even at the game Saturday. That's I right. did. I watched the recap. Okay. Well, yeah, he was going around the net, and I guess the forward probably called for the puck. He just threw it around, and the guy just did a wrap around right around Lethman. But yeah, Rare other mistake. than that, he—I mean, he, yeah, he—he he deserves all the looks for sure. And right now, I, I think they might start you on defense. Me? Yes, you. Why? Be, they're that bad. Who? Wisconsin? No, Red Wings. Oh, the Red Wings. Oh, yeah. okay. I was gonna say. Well, uh, yeah. Let's not talk about the wins. They're that bad. But I guess Steve Eisman was at Mon Ice Arena, so that's cool. I did not meet him. I so yeah, so maybe, what, maybe what, Mario. What's your source that Ma- Mario is coming? No, no, no. I didn't get a source on that. I got a source that Eisman was there on Friday from Neil. Where was he? I assume Huntington Club. Or the I he or well the Huntington Club was right across from me, and I I couldn't see him. Yeah, and you did, you didn't see him either on Friday, did you? Mm-mm, I didn't. Nope. Yeah, I, 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 I would have fanboyed. You would have fan definitely. Hattie would have cried his eyes out if he saw Steve Eiserman. We were we were in the back uh, back row that night too. Were you? Yeah, it was one of those standing I'm, nights. Yeah, I'm really glad we didn't call the game. We can't see anything from there. Yeah, but what's it called? Is there that many people in the press box? Oh, it was yeah. loaded. And like dude. like the statistician stand like stood right in front of me. Oh, that's awesome. Loaded. Yeah, and the presser room was pretty full too. But shout out that that's good. That's good. Mission State Hockey needs that. Especially if football yeah, but now people are stealing our spots because they're good. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah. On and, as, and asking, bandwagons yeah. are coming and asking questionable questions. Like, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get to that late. Wait, I'm, I'm not going to off the air. I'm not going to name drop. Okay, but not name just, drop. we like, won't name names. But there was a question asked in the press room that said that made me. You give guys look. are not usually a physical or a physical no, team. Like, like, when was the last time Michigan State out toughed someone? And I I really just face bombed. I I literally face bombed. Yeah, we we won't mention it. And then okay. and then they asked if John Lethman's the best uh, like goalie in the country. Okay. So good questions. So. You you can guess who this was. Yes, I probably know who it is. Yeah. But John Lethman, pretty good. Pretty good. So maybe Very that's good. not the craziest question. But Arizona State nineteenth <laughs> in goals per game. There'll be a team that'll be able to put the puck in the net. I don't know how they like these are two hot teams coming to play against each other right now, right? I I wouldn't want to play John Lethman right now, Mm-mm. and right it's gonna be now, hard to pop pucks past that guy. I'll tell I you don't, that. I, like he's not like I've always said this. He's not flashy. He's a really good positional goalie. Yes, he's always in the right position. He doesn't make super spectacular saves every. Like, he'll make one every three or four games, but he's not flashy. He's not. He he just doesn't give up bad rebounds. And he's in the right position most of the time. He just keeps it in front of him. Yes. So the only way to beat him is move him around. And he's a Wisconsin big dude. was trying to do that a little bit. Yes. But I mean, still, the guy can hang with. He could play a sixty-minute hockey game regardless. If you're opposing team playing John Lethman right now, how do you beat him though? Do you think just moving him around? Traffic. 
Traffic might be something that, I mean, nobody's really even tested the guy in front. I haven't seen anybody stand in front of a slap shot from the point, try to redirect it. No, in weeks. That's a good point. I think that's a credit to Michigan State's defense because they play yeah. really good defense. Like they give they give up shots, just not really good shots. Okay. Oh yeah. But I mean, they defend the slot really well. Let's just say that you should have, you should make it like you, you should put a guy in the back door at all times just to make him like have it in the back of his head and scare him. That that's all. That I mean, because right now he's unbeatable. Let's yeah. just face yeah. it. Yeah. No. But let's look at the Big Ten this week after a really nice week for Michigan State. Now in second place in the Big Ten. I'm actually gonna look up the Big Ten standings. Like I, I got should him. have earlier. Yeah, you right got him right here. Yeah, I got him. Just go ahead. And All right, we got for me. Penn State, Ohio State tied with Michigan State at number two. Notre Dame at number four, um, with 15 points. Uh, Minnesota down at five. Wisconsin six, and beloved Michigan Wolverines two seven one seven points on the season. Not good. They did a rare thing. No. And scored multiple goals against Penn State. Which, by the way, Penn State can't stop scoring. I they're unbelievable on the offensive end. Unbelievable. They lead, they, lead, they lead the Big Ten in um, goals four with 42. Second is actually Michigan State with 26. Wow. Wow, pretty good. But t- speaking of Penn State, they're, Penn State, Notre Dame, and Michigan State are the only three teams in the Big Ten in action this week. Penn State heads to South Bend on Friday That's night. That's going to be a great matchup, that series. Yes. Wow. Wait, do they play Friday as well? Yes, they play oh, Friday and okay. Saturday. Is Michigan State only playing on Saturday? Against Arizona no, State? Sunday. Wow. I, yeah, they play Sunday. Yeah. Again, great research by Ryan Well, Collins. it's in the doc, buddy. It's yeah, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I'm an idiot. But. And how about, before, let's little preview the BTM pickums, man. Oh. I don't want to step on your toes, but Johnny had a big week. Ten points now in the BTM pickums. I'm the pick only one that really puts in the, the time into those picks, right? That's what it is. Right, Kyle? It could be. I mean, Kyle had zero Kyle points last week. Kyle sets it no, up. I, I, I had one. No way. You had three points last week. Look at the bottom row. Oh, am I not looking at the right thing? No, you are. Bottom row. Last week's point earned. You so there's no you, did you shot call though. a sweep? I, ca- I predicted a split. That's all I got. There's no shot. No shot. You Because de- me and Johnny both had one, and I swear you had like three. So he did. I'm looking back. He has the the Western Michigan University sweeping against North Dakota. No, but what Didn't was his happen. points before? Two. Yeah, oh, he had, he had uh, yeah, one. Were- he had one. Wait, were you in the lead then last week? Yeah, yeah. five points. Okay, I had five. I'm an idiot. So you had a big week. I'm an idiot. Yeah, had another big week, man. Okay, let's get to it, and let's yeah start off with uh our favorite thing in the world. But after this ad gets off of YouTube, I'll start it. So we we got a little breather before we get fired up. Oh yeah, baby! You gotta do the intro. Gary Thorne here with Bill Clement. Now on the sidelines, Johnny Supan. Here we go, another big week in college hockey. Number 16, ASU, coming to Michigan State. Michigan State Spartans going hard. They're going to win both games this weekend. Mark me down saying that. I was mistaken by not giving them a sweep last weekend. They're pulling it off. Penn State at Notre Dame. Oh, boy. We're going to call a split. That's too even for me to pick a side. Number 8, Denver versus Colorado College. Colorado College proved that they were kind of they're the tough boys out west. Let's give them a split, benefit of the doubt. Omaha, St. Cloud. You know what? Let's go Cloud 9, baby. St. Cloud all the way, sweeping that. Uh, what is this next one? Al, oh. Alabama Huntsville. Oh, that's Dan Cole's old team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, versus Ferris State. Let's give it to the Michigan boys. We're going to go sweep there. And number one, Minnesota State at Northern Michigan. That's easy. You don't even have to ask me that one. Minnesota's going back with a nice little smile on the face. Minnesota, wow. Yep. 
And that's mine. Yeah. So what is that? I will yeah. say to Four John, sweeps. John Supan right there. That was a lot trick. That was pretty great. Thanks, that was, dude. That, that, Thanks. that was a great run of picks. We move on to Kyle Hattie. You get the hot here in Canada. I'm just letting you know. I love this. I feel like Don Cherry. Yeah. Without well, the puppy. Well, come on, Don. Let's hear him. All right. Well, Arizona State at Michigan State. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride with you. I think Michigan State sweeps him. I think John Buffman's too hot to lose right now. Okay. Uh, Penn State at Notre Dame. I'm giving a Penn State uh, sweep on the road. Whoa. Because I need points. Yeah, that's not bad. Denver at Colorado College. Denver's too good. Give me Denver. Omaha at St. Cloud. Not too bad. Look, give me a split. Alabama Huntsville versus Ferris State. I'm sorry, my dad's alma mater. I got to go Alabama Huntsville here. Wow. So that's why he puts it in. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. wow. Alabama Huntsville, right on. And how about the last one? Uh, Minnesota State. I needed I needed a filler. I thought I, I want to see if someone's going to give a hot take and think Northern could pull one out on the road. I'm actually at home. Well, that makes a huge difference. I mean, it mm-hmm. is Olympic ice we're talking here. Yeah, it is Olympic ice. We were talking ice. about that, uh, what, a couple months ago? That was a big difference? Yes. If, if you're going to throw off the number one team, you put them on the road in Olympic ice. Okay. Ryan, Con- Ryan Collins' turn. Bring you we, electricity. We got all the NHL slash hockey intros going right now. Was this NBC? Yes. Yeah. Doc Emmerich. Doc Emmerich here. Doc Emmerich, Eddie Olchuk here, alongside Ray Ferraro. Um, we'll move in. <laughs> Michigan State against Arizona State. Give me MSU to split this weekend. They can't say this hot. I, I don't believe it. Okay. No. Guess what? Penn State sweeping Notre Dame this week. Penn. I, my logic: Notre Dame's very hard to go to school there. I think they have finals right now. Yes. Probably oh. going. That's my oh. logic. The what? outside factors. I like. Yeah, that. you like that. That's that's a good pick right there. Great pitch right there, that actually. Is. Wow. Penn State doesn't care about their finals, obviously. No. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's a party school. Have you been to State College? Oh, yeah, man. Place That's a riot. big old party school. Riot. What a good place that is. On to the Colorado showdown. What do you got there, buddy? Colorado showdown? Please. Colorado College, you think they're sticking with Denver after the weekend they had against Arizona State? Denver sweeping them easily. Give me St. Cloud. No shot, Omaha. See you later. Ferris State sweep. How are you? Wow. Minnesota State sweep. See you later, Northern Michigan. See ya. <laughs> right, so either John, back to the locker yeah. room, boys. So either John Supan is going to take a commanding lead that I'll never come back from, or oh, yeah. Ryan, we're going to split the game. Well, we already we'll know what's going to happen here. Yeah. I mean, right now there's no reason to bet against you. I don't. I right don't now know. you're you're just Ohio stating it. Like when when we doubt you, you just put up more points. Gotcha. Oh uh, yeah, well you're well. That's a big Alabama Huntsville push for you right there. I need if the they points. win. That's that's a big turnaround, a little two pointer for you. No, that is, that, that is a big one, but I, still I trailing by I think, seven. I think Hattie. that's reaching, but it's a good episode this week. Before we leave, I wanted to offer condolences to the Tommy Apaps family. His father yes. passed away on Friday night, and I, I don't know what to say. Didn't know the guy, but ALS, brutal disease. And our prayers are out to the APAP family. You know what? Um, just a little side note to that. Tommy played both games this weekend, and he played really well, I thought, um, despite the circumstances. And, you know, that's that's tough for sure. And I know hockey is a sport that definitely hits hard with families especially. It's a family sport. Yes. And I know that uh, the family at Michigan State was very, you know, comforting for him and his family. So, yeah, prayers out to that family for sure. But other than that, for Ryan Collins. Wait, no, that did it. wait you got one more thing to say? I do. You want? I, I added, say it. I added an, uh, another random question. I saw. Okay, Kyle Hattie's random question of the week. Asked. Oh it. yeah. Asked it then. Well, can you say it like it's not a task or a, a tedious? Mm, 
Maybe. Okay. What would this team's and would their record be any different if they had Tara Hirose? Yes, Tara Hirose was about one of the best players in college hockey last year. They'd be a lot better. Which games did they win? Which teams did they win? They probably win one at Cornell. I'm just saying they're yeah. They, they, you you just I know there's different chemistry and all that, but you still have the same decor. And if Lethemum is playing the way he is now with Tar Hirose in the lineup, the offense production would be way up. So where are you going with that question? Are you trying to provoke like the yeah. thought that yeah. like that? No, I'm I'm just asking like, are you trying to say that if he was on here, we wouldn't see as much production out of the lines that we have like yes. the the third? Yeah, that's what I was kind of like. Like I was going to draw the comparison to Michigan State basketball when you lose Jaron and Miles, and this team got better because they demanded right. more out of the role players. Right, that could be good for a team. So I well, just want to know. Sure. I just want to know what your guys' thoughts on that were. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know what you're saying it's like could go both ways. For me. I mean, hockey's just like a t- like is a chemistry sport, kind of like basketball. So I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think this the record's probably the same, maybe and a little I think, bit better. I think what it is too is like just. Talking to these guys about Taro's exit, like they all loved him. Like yeah. he was not a superstar that didn't really care about being a team player. This guy was bought into it. It's not like he left in the middle of the right. year either. Right. And he stuck with them for three years. You know, he's he's he definitely deserved to be in the NHL, but for sure, I think it was just that these guys developed this season at the right point. All the seniors finally got to be at that senior level where they were expecting to be when they came here. And yeah, I think that regardless, uh I think they'd be still be at the same point sure but hey before we go uh, let's just hear what's going on with everybody's breaks we're probably not gonna be yeah. hearing from us for a while so yeah we, we will be on a little like three week hiatus i don't know what i i you're going to the gli for sure right kyle hattie uh i mean i can I'm, okay if, that's if i mean you can you can't we are not committing to the gli just mm-hmm. yet we might be there we might not but we we're going on a little three week hiatus because that's what we gotta go home Slash Breckenridge. You gotta enjoy it, man. Yeah, so I, I will be doing nothing, probably just chilling in my home, doing the usual stuff. Just Where's hometown? Homework. Just for the viewers or listeners? Auburn Hills, Michigan. Really? Okay. Yes. I'm from Rochester. Nice. Yeah. What, and you guys have been school? doing this show for Avondale. seven weeks. and You, you went to Avondale, so you're from Auburn Hills. Well, Listen to these to guys just Auburn getting Hills. to know each other seven how, weeks in. Wait, how are you in Rochester and don't go to the Rochester schools? Uh, It's like... What's like the, way, the way the map is cut out? There's like this like weird like bump in my neighborhoods in that bump. Oh, okay. Didn't know you went to Avondale. I did. Go. Oh, what? Wait. What's Avondale? Yellow Jackets. A- yeah. We were brutal hockey. We went two and twenty. Two Avondale- and twenty. Yellow Jackets. Yeah. How are you? I don't understand why that's a big uh, high school hockey in Michigan stinks. It's an, it's really bad. It's so bad. I don't know why that's so adopted of a team logo. Is the Yellow Jackets? The yellow jackets. I don't think it's that adopted. Well, I've seen it. In multiple occasions, it's not the first time I've seen the Yellow Jackets. There's but... a Power Five team named after it, Georgia Tech. Yeah. That's basically it. Mm. It's not a great mascot. We Dude, per- Yellow Jackets is not used at all, Supan. Okay, in like about. in youth hockey, when I played youth hockey, that's a lot of teams with the Yellow Jackets. Probably ran into like two or three. Let's just call it that. Okay, we I did. Got... Wear, we did wear purple and gold, which and is a there, pretty good color. Yeah, team. and uh, I guess Crown Point, Indiana, has got a lot of Yellow Jackets team around them, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, more well, the Bulldogs, you know, or bark, 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 bark. Bark, bark. And I think that's a good place to end the show. <laughs> uh, for Ryan you Collins. You could obviously see we're burnt yeah, out here. Yeah, for Ryan Collins, Johnny Supan, Kyle Hattie, have a good finals week, and thank you for listening to Behind the Mask. We'll be back in a couple weeks.